and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Andrew Perry. To the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Doing great, Buck. Mm-hmm. And to the left of me is announcer Elliot Dagan. Howdy. <laughs> Say something. Else. I'd like to thank everybody. We took a week off from the show last week. Um, for no other reason that it just kind of like every once in a while, you got to hit refresh on the show, let some ideas come through, and uh, I don't know, like a bottle of wine, let the show breathe for a week. So we didn't do any shows, but so happens things didn't turn out that way for me. Um, I, I, I'd, I'd like to call myself the hardest working man in podcasting. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, you know, because... Uh, Where were you? What'd you do? Well, in the, in the time off, we, we posted on the front of uh, FarOutPodcast.com like, some other things you can listen to, and they just kept mounting up. Um, I did an interview for a show called Shiny Objects in Space, which is a listener, Colin, who listens to the show, does a, a podcast, and I Skyped in, and then it ended up being like three whole shows he put out of me and him talking. It's a little more serious talk, just talking about podcasting and stuff. Uh, some of it gets a little funny, but um, I did that. Whoa, Elliot, getting a phone call. Um, I started working. Uh, I, d- I did a call into Adam and Friends. Adam Albright Hanna from the show does a podcast. Uh, I was on a show called The Brouhaha, which is a Beastie Boys podcast where I um, won 20 questions. And it's like a show hosted by a guy from VH1. And then I started working on a new project with a guy named Colin Marshall, who uh, uh, MaximumFun.org, and he does a show on like uh, cities and culture. Okay. And uh, he reviewed Far Out or whatever, but he, he works with like the Jordan Jesse Go people. And um, yeah, they're, they're big. They're, they're huge. Yeah, they're big. They're big. And then I started working on some stuff with uh, Brian Whitman. He's just dropping names at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian Whitman from KLSX. Uh, we've been talking, and I'm going to help him out with some shows coming up. So I was putting together some you know show prep and all this stuff for, for Whitman, some like show ideas that we're going to do. Like next week, so I, I, it's a good partnership. So in the future, more uh, Todd and Brian Whitman shows. So, so you're replacing Brian Perez with Brian Whitman? No, no, I'm not that's saying what's no, going on. No, that's not, that's not what's happening, Buck. It's just Brian wanted some help on his shows, and Brian likes what I do. So, I, and and Brian's a hero of mine. So how would I, you know, refuse to do that? There, there's there's room enough for me to you know work with with everyone, Buck. It's not. Uh, there's plenty of podcasting ideas to go around. Is man. it Brian with an I or what? I. Oh, it's all right then. It's okay, Buck. It's all right then. I mean, you don't feel weird. Like I, I'm, I'm not replacing you, Buck. It's just this guy wanted me to help him out on his show. So you know, I, what, what, what else am I going to do? Kind of cheating on us, right? I, I'm kind of cheating. It feels like that, right, Ellie? You, you took a week off to to cheat on us. Yeah, to to work on someone else's show. No, I wasn't. Wor- like- I mean, I, I I came up with ideas throughout the week, and I sent them to him. And there was a couple nights we were supposed to meet up, and it didn't work out. But. I'm just Sound- my heart is still here with this family. Okay, I'm not leaving anybody to go run off with Whitman. All right, hasn't happened yet. You, you'll still see <laughs> us. Uh, what is it once uh, a week or whatever I'll, visiting rights you have? I'll still see you guys on the weekends. Okay, <laughs> that's you know exactly. So, but it's really like you're you're giving all your time and effort to this other relationship, and I feel like you know this show is suffering because of it. Uh, you, no, well, I don't think so. I came up with a lot of great ideas for this recording session. I came up with four shows worth of material that we're doing today, uh, including this show. And yes, I did give a couple of the better ideas to Whitman That's this week. But I mean, you know, we're going to record those later. But I mean, those just work for Whitman. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not going to work on this show. You know, D- don't worry about it. I don't know. Kind of feel like yeah, like I'm the. <clears throat> I've been through a divorce, Todd. My parents divorced when I was nine. So so, so did mine. Feels when I was exactly two. like this. It feels like it. 
No, it's not. That's not the case at all. I don't leave podcasts, first of all. I've never quit a podcast before in my life. <laughs> I will say that. I do not have any track record or history of ditching the people I've been working with. Ah. So it's a ridiculous claim, Buck. Okay. Especially shows you've started. Yes, I've never left a show I started. <laughs> so don't you people... Oh, by the way, the low-budget FM... Uh, Complete set disc set is out now, and I got mine in the mail this week. Thank you, Giovanni Giorgio. But uh, anyway, it's like we're just a plug show for you, man. Yeah, you you really did just spend like ten minutes plugging all your other stuff. But <laughs> <I will laughs> this show far so, out the new advertisement for Todd Perry. When you're on those shows, like all the time, are you like my my podcast far out? You know, just talking about this shit. No, I, I talked about low budget FM <laughs> disc set that's out now. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was like, I, I, you can find me on the Brian Whitman podcast. My name's Don Perry. Are you wow. just plugging again? You're just gonna go back through the list? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I did plug. I did. Well, I did plug this show. Okay. <sighs> Sorry. I, I love this show, and I'm gonna do the show till I die. And Buck Perez is gonna be here. Elliot's gonna be here. Everybody's gonna be. All here. I'm saying, if if Whitman needs a whisperer, I'm right here. All right. I can oh, do it. I can do it. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe if you spoke. Into the microphone, this wouldn't be happening. <laughs> you got to think of maybe, like, you know, when. when oh, your it's, pa- all, it's my fault. Well, what did you think when it. When your Is parents- it my fault, Dad? Is that why you're divorcing Mom? <laughs> Is yeah, that what, why? What did you think when your parents got divorced? You kind of blamed yourself a little bit, right? We're getting, into, we're getting into a lot of stuff real early right now, but. <laughs> Um, if you're that good of a kid, I mean, Dad would have stayed around and sure. saw you every day. He right. would have bailed to Hawaii or whatever, right? Right, that's what's going on. It was me. Oh my god! I know my 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 dad <laughs> left my mom because he, he didn't like me either. It's fun or my sister. We both sucked. He bolted. He moved to a nicer neighborhood. But I'm not bitter. <laughs> I'm just doing a podcast and making comedy. All right. <laughs> uh, we should you know what we should do. We should turn this show into one of those podcasts, like where we sit and do serious interviews, and I talk about how I'm emotionally scarred from my parents' divorce, and that's what led me to to comedy. Hmm. We should do one of those shows, like Mark Mark Maron or something. Or like everyone else. Yeah. Or anyway, um, and then one last thing. Uh, a gal named... It's funny. A couple shows back, I did a bit where I appealed to Allison Rosen from the Corolla show. I'm sorry. Which, yeah, there's so many. Which show was this? Uh, Allison Rosen. This was which, on our show. show. Oh, our show. Yeah. Oh, our yeah. show. <laughs> Plug it our show. Okay. Yeah. Oh. But to be oh, fair, <laughs> I was asking Allison Rosen if I could be her co-host. <laughs> Again, acing me out of this shit. Just yeah. anything you can. You're just trying to get away from this project as <laughs> hard as you can at this right. point. I can't. It's in my own garage. I guess Allison listened to the episode and left a comment on episode 98. So I'd like to thank Allison for checking us out because that was real cool. And I um. Oh, sorry. The the the, the recorder stopped. So we, what were you saying? Uh, yeah. I was. I'm surprised you weren't giving her a far out shout out like you do with everyone who leaves a comment. I should. <laughs> Here's a shout out for leaving a comment. No, she didn't rate the show on iTunes. That would have got her a comment. That, uh, that's the... I'm that's sure the she would have though. But but yeah, th- thank you to Allison for that and it makes me so much gladder that I cut out the part where I talked about having amyl nitrate at my house. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I think... Just I- mentioned it right now. There you go. Hmm? Yeah, you're going to have to cut this out now? Yeah, exactly. Are you going to cut this out? Nah. Anyway, um, she mentioned me. Did she mention me in the... She, Acknowledgement? No. She just said that she was... Buck's uh, a great co-host. She said she was flattered. Was it? Was it? She oh. said she was flattered that, that we talked about the, uh, on the show and that she... I was right in stereotyping her and say that she went to ska shows back in the day. So, thank you, Allison. Uh, that was very cool of you. And now, moving on. Now it's time for a Todd's Top 5 list. And now it's time for Todd's Top 5. One, two, three, four, can I have 
little more. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I love you. So the other day. I was at Costco, which is uh, for the. I mean, I'm sure everybody knows what Costco is, but just in case people in foreign countries that listen to the show aren't sure, Costco is a big box. Ellie, could you pass me a beer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, it was, it's a big box warehouse store where you can buy shit in bulk, and you have to you have to be a member to go there. But basically, it's like a big huge warehouse, and you can buy, you know, like a, you know, 36 Snickers bars, or you can buy a yacht. Or you could buy. You could buy. They, they sell everything there. Anything fat middle class people in America want to buy, um, uh, you, you can get. But you have to be a member there. Yeah. Right. It's very elitist. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. It's the country club for like the middle class. Mm-hmm. Mm. And for me, it's it's a fat country club basically. For me, it's too much of a commitment. I know all that stuff I would buy. I wouldn't eat all of it, and it would just go to waste. Well, they have they have clothes and DVD players. Really? Yeah, I, I've never been to a co- like I've been inside one, uh, like you said, membership only, so I can only like walk around and not buy anything. Yeah, you can't buy stuff like me as yeah. a member yeah. of Costco. I I I can exert, um, you know, I can be a consumer. I can I can you know, it, it's good. Maybe Buck, if you really want to go to Costco. Maybe I'll invite you, and you can be on a guest pass for me at Costco. Yes. <laughs> but I do enjoy their hot dogs. I know that's a good uh, sound bite right there. Mm-hmm. That's right. They do have a small little dining uh, area out front where you get like chicken bakes, which are just oversized hot pockets. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, pizza, mm-hmm. and the hot dogs are like a buck. Yeah. So I was at the I was at the Costco to buy some coffee because we have one of them Keurig machines. So I was buying coffee over there, and then so I came up with this. I was looking throughout the store, and I figured. Why not make this into a top five list? So this is the top five things I should have bought at Costco, but didn't. Oh, looking at it now, you're you're sad you didn't buy this shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number five, 275 total servings of vegetarian emergency food supply. They sell that at Costco. And uh, so, yeah. So, Ellie, you've got the product description here for the uh, 275 total servings of vegetarian emergency food supply. Hmm. Uh, okay, so... <clears throat> It's uh, ready to eat every day of the week with all new recipes made from high quality ingredients. All 275 servings burst with flavor and nutrition. Now, I'm thinking this. If you're dipping into the vegetarian emergency uh, food supply, it's probably there's been an earthquake. There's been a riot. There's some kind of like the world is ending. And the fact that you need to still keep the fact that you're a vegetarian when the world around you has gone up in flames. Like, if the Hiroshima bomb hits, like, chances are you don't really give a fuck what you're going to eat. Like, you're going to eat your neighbor's brains if they're dead next door, right? You're not going, oh, well, I need to I need, I need, need to go veggie. Right. And plus, I mean, is there a kosher one, too? Like, oh. is there a kosher emergency kit? Yeah, well, what about the Jews? That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, that's kind of effed up. If anybody has been the victim of the world's worst calamities, that is the Jews. There should be a Jew emergency kit, yeah. <laughs> Some kosher shit in there. That's what they should make, like, like, like what you'd keep the, the Torah scroll in. Like, you open it up, and it's called, like, how about what, what Buck names it? The Jew emergency kit. <laughs> yes, <Jesus>. exactly. <laughs> and there, there's a kittle in there. There's some yarmulkes, <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of like kosher food, <clears throat> kosher hot dogs that have stayed there for 20 years. <laughs> there's, uh, you know, Hebrew nationals, baby. Bagels, like bagels <laughs> that never go stale, or you know, air. F- I don't know. Could you keep a bagel for 20? But I mean, to be fair, bagels get kind of. You can't really tell when a bagel's good or not good. 
Like it's what? a real fine line. I mean, it gets kind of hard, but they're already kind of hard. It's like it's a it's a rock or really rocky. I don't know where you're getting yeah, yeah, bagels. Where are you getting your bagels, where man? You bagels are shit. supposed to be soft. I used to work at J Date, and I think <laughs> I know a little bit about a bagel. Mm. I think you were getting uh, cheaped on the bagels over there. Mm. Mm. You're getting some day olds, some day old bagels. Yeah. All right. What else but, with it? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's. I thought it was more of like a di- you're having a dinner party and then some vegetarian shows up and you're going to be like, oh, shit. Like, it's that kind of emergency. But this is for, like, stockpiling <laughs> shit, right? Yeah, complete stockpiling. Oh, that uh, would be that would be interesting, actually. It's like you have a nice meal. People are coming over. You're like, oh, I got some steaks in the barbecue. It's like, oh, our vegetarian friends came over. Here's a trough. Here's a big bucket. Because <laughs> yeah. this looks like a huge, like, uh, big plastic bucket that you keep painting, but it's vegetarian food supply. Yeah. So... Basically, you go, hey, you know, it's fine. We've got some shit that looks like an MRE that people are eating in Iraq, but it's all veggie. Hit the trough. Yeah, hit the trough, veggie. Maybe put a little bit of water on the food and it'll expand. Yeah, there you go. Uh, a couple other things. Up to 20 years shelf life. Oh, good. So if, if my veggie friends show up in 20 years, I'll be, I'm always ready. <laughs> yeah, you got you got a long time, you know. Uh, you know, and probably in 20 years, this vegetarian craze will be over. Now, how much? Yeah, that's true. And how much did this cost? Uh, original online price is ninety nine ninety nine. Mm. Your cost $84.99. Mm. Boom, boom. That's not bad. And that's with my Costco card. Now, here's the deal. I'm thinking that at some point in the future, like I, I, I sometimes I fantasize if I had a Stalinist kind of rise to power and I, I, I turn like Lakewood into like its own communist country hmm. and I just kind of walled it off from the rest of the world and that's what I'd feed people because you know in the Soviet Union and stuff you'd always get this really horrible food I would gruel yeah I'd have these buckets of food that me and my comrades would eat you know as we'd fight off neighboring cities from trying to liberate us hmm. yes we commandeer is... the Long Beach airport be... anyway sorry this is just know, something this I've is... been thinking about in my <laughs> head is weird. okay here's a little bit of a catch to the 20 year thing huh. what it's 20 years uh of the manufacturing date when stored at 60 degrees mm. it's only 10 it's stored at 70 degrees wow so i'm gonna have to buy a humidor like i keep cigars in to keep my 275 serving vegetarian survival kit yeah what happens when it gets to 80 degrees outside that's what i'm saying then yeah. it drops to five to five years yeah i mean this isn't very good emergency like uh if an emergency happens some terrible shit you know weather changes i'm guessing yeah that means liberal. <laughs> do any one of us have? I mean, you're a homeowner, Tom. Do yes, any one I of us a have a have a uh, emergency pack? Like, do we have? Do we have it down? Do you have like an emergency kit at your pack? Yeah, if something's happening like right now, what did you have the shit ready? I'm just gonna podcast because <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't. I have no backup water. I have no backup anything well you drink out of the top part of the toilet i maybe got a yeah. little you remember that one <laughs> recommendation <laughs> the upper deck yeah i got a little bit of greenery but that's about it he's got some greenery that's what i'm rolling with uh, you know i'm not prepared but funny thing talking about preparation my mother once i was explaining to her how i was on the freeway and i almost shit my pants because i was stuck in traffic and had diarrhea Ooh. and my mom said you know todd this is very my mother she goes you should keep a mason jar in your back seat to shit in <laughs> and a change of clothes. And I said, "Mom, I go, Mom, I'm not going to keep a change of clothes in my car in case I dump on myself on the five freeway. Like it's not going to happen." But she did suggest like I leave some extra chonies and like you know it's not that hard to put some an extra set of underwear in your car. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not a terrible idea. I'm sorry, but a mason jar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that's going to be for. <laughs> she said. Put a mason jar back there to shit in. I don't know where there's. See, I didn't. I didn't. Delve, you didn't want to. You don't want to. I didn't delve deep her. enough, but I thought, yeah. Well, the mason jar it does have a large 
hole in it. Like you could kind of what if, else? Would if it you be had for? to dump in the mason jar, yeah, right. That that could be. Why would you? Ha- I I really just don't understand the thing. Like <laughs> say, that is some sage advice for Mrs. Perry. <laughs> yes, well, that's what she's here for. That's that's motherly advice because that's also postmenopausal advice because. <laughs> After menopause, like you don't give a shit about um, what, what do you call it? Uh, Defecating in a mason jar. Well, no, I mean you don't really care that what you're doing is you. You're just in basic survival mode. Like you don't give a fuck. You're like you're a Kathy Bates woman at that point. You're like, well, if you got a shit shit in the woods, what's the problem? Hmm. You know, and you're just like, here, here's my spittle. I will clean your face. Like it's just like this animalistic thing that happens to women post menopause. So you know, hey, if you're gonna have to shit shit in the mason jar. You know. Anyway, any any other details? Do they have any user reviews or anything? On yeah, this there is a pretty negative review on this. One star out of five, and the headline is high sodium. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna give a shit that it's a high sodium product when the L.A. riots are going around, people are killing each high other. You have no food. Sodium. The they've, terrorists have attacked. They've got a good reason, Todd. Hitler came back. Good reason. Mm. The sodium content is way too high for anyone with diabetes, kidney disease, or hypertension. At that point, you don't care. Know, you know, if you have diabetes and you're dipping into the emergency vegetarian pack, you probably died already. Like, you don't, you're running out of insulin is your issue, not the high sodium content. It sounds like these people are doing, like, culinary reviews of this, you know, when it's right. basically just survival food. Yeah. Well, they go on to write, I think this will eliminate at least 50%. Oh. Of the over 50 population. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, there are a lot of vegetarians over 50, that many right? That's more of a young people thing. Please try and provide us with a healthy alternative. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you know what that means? That's because vegetarians and vegans are, you know, I, 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 I'm going to diss vegetarians and vegans because I, I think that if I completely had enough self-discipline, I'd probably be a, um, I'd probably be a vegetarian, but... Um, Please provide us with an alternative. And that's usually what they say at every gathering. Oh, you're just going to make us pasta again because we're vegetarians? Could you give us another alternative? You know? Right. Like, I had a barbecue once, and we had some friends that are vegan. And we bought the wrong vegan cheese, and they complained. It's like, I'm sorry that you you have an obscure diet. That's not my problem. And you can't bitch. Like, you can't bitch when 95 people are coming over to my house and two vegans, and we tried to buy the vegan cheese and bought the wrong vegan cheese. Yeah, that's really like uh, saying, you know, uh, I, I don't drink beer, so could you guys get me some hard alcohol? <laughs> you go out of your way to buy some hard alcohol, right. and they're like, ah, actually, that's 15-year like scotch. This is what I really have preferred a uh, uh, nice... 15-year scotch. This is what I like. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, celiac disease, you know what that is? Gluten? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, every well, we call it hipster diabetes. Well, that's what everybody I'm, has it That's what I'm days. saying. Isn't... Well, do you know a guy that has it? Because only girls have that <laughs> shit, right? True. No, you're totally right. Only no. girls have that shit. And um, it's basically like, you know, I work on what a, a grilled cheese truck, and I get people all the time coming, is there anything gluten-free? No. This is not the truck for you. You know, no, no I'm not even going to, you know, play it. Right? Yeah, they're all mad at me. And it's like, look, you have the. My sister actually has celiac disease, okay? It's a serious thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm very serious right now. Yeah, very serious. Well, there's the people who have the disease and there's people who have gluten. The most nonsensical thing to say, because if they. Uh, of course, it's 
the most nonsensical thing to say because if they eat gluten, they're not going to like blow up and like their lungs swell and they can't breathe. Right. They're just going to feel kind of crappy. And the, the weird thing <laughs> is it just happens to hit white women who live in West LA <laughs> at a much more disproportionate proportion. Like you don't go to Africa and be like, oh, oh, Matumbo, what is your problem? I've got the celiac disease. I've got celiac. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Paul Simon's backing band on the Graceland album, nobody had celiac disease. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like you said, it's a, it's white people problems. You right. know? I mean, I think I brought uh, McDonald's to uh, the grilled cheese truck the other day. No one wanted to touch it. Right. And everyone's kind of like, no, I'm pig not. Slime, pig slime, pig Not eating that shit. Yeah, but it's like, you know, I'm working anywhere else at, at my other job. McChicken or McDub, what do you want? Right. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's down with that. So, I, I, I don't know. It's white people problems. Yeah. At this point, uh, amongst white people in LA, like if you bring McDonald's to an event, it's pretty much like you're with Coney. <laughs> <laughs> like it is the worst thing. Like, you know, white people sit and fight with each other about the length of time, at least in LA, they, since they've been to McDonald's. You'd be like, I haven't had McDonald's in two years. I haven't had McDonald's in five years. Well, actually, I only had it once. You know, it's because the Coca-Colas are still really good at McDonald's. <laughs> and like the most crazy punk rock thing you can actually do these days is actually go to McDonald's. Let's go to McDonald's, yeah. Yeah, it's like a balls out thing. Like mm. I, I admit that I go every once in a while because I like the Egg McMuffin. I ain't going to complain. Like I love me an Egg McMuffin, but... And that's usually my wife and I on a road trip, and I like to hit that egg McMuffin. Oh, yeah. It's good shit. Is that your metaphor for sex? Like <laughs> <laughs> for a road trip, I like to hit that egg McMuffin. Yeah, that was actually, it's the name of a Link, Limp Biscuit album. <laughs> oh, Chocolate yeah. Starfish and the Egg McMuffin. Oh, I know which album you're referencing, and it's I think funny. everyone does. All right, here we go. It's actually when you fuck a fat Irish chick, they call it the Egg McMuffin. Do the Egg McMuffin. Number two? Number, <laughs> uh, number four. Number four. So I found this. Uh, this is exciting. Uh, at Costco, <laughs> we, we had a topic here. We had a premise, Todd's top five. And uh, at Costco, for $949, for your loved one, you can buy a casket. And it's called the mother casket. Mm. And, and, and the thing about this way, it's Costco. So you could probably buy it in bulk. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. Like, let's say that you were like American Airlines and maybe like an entire plane went down and so you had to pay for everybody's funeral. Dark. Like, you had, you had to send somebody to make a Costco and be like, you know, we're going to need about 128 uh, caskets for to put the remains in. They don't have to be that big because everybody's kind of in pieces. And uh, next of all, dark. You know, there's that one guy that survived. Dark. I was like, you know, when there's a plane crash. The plane crash goes down. 127 people die. One guy survives. And everybody was like, it was an act of God. And he goes, 127 people died. But God was looking out for the one guy, right? Right. Is that, that the way it works out? But anyway, so if you want to buy caskets at Costco, if you are a member, you can get a casket for only $949, which strangely Boom. is about the price of a bed. And, you know, bed, bed lasts you eight years on the mattress after eight time to replace. But the casket, forever. So you're saying, because I'm in need of a new mattress, you're saying instead of a mattress, go for a casket. Wouldn't that be kind of badass? Yeah. Yeah, like that's if, not goth at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, as, as we've discussed before, that it, when you approach goth people with actual goth things, they go, oh, no, I'm not goth. <laughs> <laughs> the most goth-looking guy in the world, like, oh, so you're goth? No. No. <laughs> I do like Peter Murphy, but no, I'm not goth. <laughs> But, Buck, that would be awesome. Like, you would go to bed like Nosferatu, 
And you could lay down with your arms crossed and lay down in your casket. Yeah, just like this, yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Share your casket. <laughs> and then you could paint it with racing yeah, stripes. Yeah, I'd, I'd get the ladies with that one, right? Yeah. You want a bone in my casket? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Shut the door. Welcome to my single bedroom apartment. Right. I'd, I'd, I would bang a whole bunch of Twilight chicks with that shit. You're yeah. Right. All right, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you're in. So, uh, so we got this casket here. So, Elliot, I think you have the product reviews that people on Cos- Costco are talking about the casket. I hope nobody says it's uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, I've been lay- I've been laying in this for thirty years, <laughs> and I've got such a crink in the neck. Um, this one comes from Malibu. Mm-hmm. So you know, high end. Nice, classy, rich people over there. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, headline, beautiful. Mm. Pros, looks every bit as good as the $5,000 one. Oh, okay. All right. The photograph does not do this coffin justice. <laughs> it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. The description of decals of roses on the hinges does not do it justice either. Wow. I thought they might look like stickers. The decals were beautiful. Really looked like the roses had been painted on the hinges. This is a good quality casket. This isn't just a cheap Utz casket that oh, you buy at Costco. Does it, does it end with can't wait to die in it? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Even the manager of the mortuary said that it was beautiful. Now, Is this beyond the grave? What is this? Has there ever been a manager oh. of a mortuary who goes, ah, uh, that's a <laughs> shitty looking casket, man. Where'd you I've get seen the, better. Yeah. Where'd you get that shit? Costco? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam's Club uh, actually, has a yes. much better deal on a casket for free. And mm. the funny thing is, the casket's called the mother casket. A little, little close to home, <clears throat> I feel. You know, it's like, because pretty much, who are you buying a casket for but mom or dad, right? right. Well, this one is actually for her mother. My mother paid 5000 for a similar casket <laughs> for my father six years ago. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, she's now talking about her mother. Is it, like, disrespectful when you're getting the casket at Costco to grab a hot dog? Like, <laughs> just grab a hot dog. No, I'll take that one. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, you don't buy the casket and then, like, grab the... Um... Grab the hot dog? Well, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm obsessed with hot dogs at Costco right now. I know it Sometimes really when good. I'm buying a casket, I like to grab my hot dog. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> a little necrophilia. But, no, I was thinking, like, when you buy a, a casket at Costco, I think they, maybe they deliver it to wherever, right? Like, you don't... Um... You know, the details are actually in here. You know, um, because it's not like you're... You don't, you don't think they're pushing out in the cart? <laughs> like, right after? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, they got pushing, the flat cart? Yeah, you're pushing, you're pushing out, and then you're like, wait, hot dog? They got pizza, too. Is that disrespectful? You go out to your car, you put it on top, with yeah. a twine like a Christmas tree? Right, right. That's what I think. That's what I think. There's a casket on the 405 freeway. What? Traffic advisories. All right, let's let's move on from the casket here. Uh, number three, uh, number three at Costco, I saw they have the Trojan Forty Condom Pleasure Pack. Whoa! And it, it's forty condoms for fourteen dollars and seventy nine cents. And it's kind of like I figure, like if, let's say you played for the Lakers, what? and you were you know you're on the you're road. On the road, yeah, yeah. This is good. You need like a lot of condoms. This is like a travel toothbrush for NBA players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, well, I'm assuming they're buying Magnum. But uh, I didn't know if they had the 40-pack of Magnums, um, you know. But I wonder if in the variety pack they have different sizes. Because well, let, let's say you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> let's say you're gay. <laughs> so, like, if, if, you're a, if you're a gay man, right, think about it. 
like you've got condoms at home, but they're not just yours. Like if I'm buying condoms, you know, I'm buying my size. You know, mm. I'm I'm buying magnums, you know, for myself. But what if I bring a guy home, you know, and I, and I'm a dude who's into dudes, and I'm like, so are you going with the magnum or are you going with the general population size condom? The itty bitty. You want to ver- just the regular <laughs> dong condom? You're like a you're like the guy who buys the uh, individual cereal things. Of different of different cereals, right? You got your Fruit Loops. You, you want got the your variety packs, yeah. right? Right. You don't just want one cereal. You want a bunch of them. And like, if you, you and your gay lifestyle, me and my gay lifestyle. And let's say you're a woman who's a whore. No, you're a woman who has lots of different <laughs> men coming over for for pleasure. Sure. And you're like, um, you know, you can have a, a wide variety. So I kind of understand the pleasure pack, but as a married man, you tend not to use prophylactics. Oh, is that because you don't have sex anymore? No, it's because you have anal. <laughs> yeah. No, it's because you have anal and you can't get pregnant. No. Um, all right. So, uh, number two on my list uh, of shit that uh, I should have bought at Costco but didn't. Uh, the book everyone on Facebook is reading. Oh. They have that at Costco. There's, you know that book that everybody on Facebook's always posting about that they read? Like no. the Hungry Games or, you know, the five people you meet in hell or, you know, whatever they... I don't think I've ever seen anyone post about a book on Facebook. No? It's because no. people don't read books anymore. They read Facebook. Maybe your friends are illiterate. Uh, yeah, I guess my friends actually listen to music instead. Okay. Do they have, uh, do they have music, Costco, like that? Yeah, they do. What, uh, what all the 20-year-old hipsters are listening to these days? Yes, they do have the <laughs> new Bon Iver album at Costco. No, but they, they usually have like a big-ass palette of that one book everybody's talking about, usually. All right. So that's something I should have bought at Costco. You wouldn't have read it. Probably not. No. No, I do read books, though. Well, yeah, that's true. Costco sounds like a son of a bitch. They've, they've, <laughs> they've got books there. Yeah, they have everything. They, they do optometry, right? They, yeah. They, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they sound like a son of a bitch. Why would I want really? to go there, Todd? No, they do that's, everything. They do everything. Oh, sorry. My right. phone's going off. And there's food samples when you're walking around the store. Yeah, it's like a Turkish bazaar for fat people, basically. <laughs> my friend, my friend, come here, come here, have this juicer. My friend, come here, enjoy this juicer, enjoy this. You you would like this, you would love this, my friend, my friend. Please, come see my casket. Come see my casket. This is the, this is the best casket. This is the casket. Oh, wow. If we had this conversation around Kira, who was harassed at a exactly. Turkish bazaar. That's what I was thinking of. All right, finally, number one. Number one. Number one. The number one out of the thing, top five things I should have bought at Costco but didn't, wetsuit for $37.99. Uh, I'd get on that. Yeah. That's cheap. Well, I, you know, I was thinking I, 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 don't, I, I don't surf, even though I don't live far from the beach. I, I, I don't surf, but I always thought that it would be kind of sweet to have a, uh, a wetsuit. Because like when I was a kid, I'd watch Jaws, and I always wanted to have a wetsuit and like a scuba pack. So it... <laughs> Right, and then I I always thought that if you had a wetsuit, a you get to pee in it, which is cool. Because guys, it's warm pee. actually. Yeah, I could just wear it, like to the liquor store. License to pee in your pants. It's a license to pee in my pants. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I thought that would be a, a cool thing to own, and that I just hang it outside. You know, because they're always hanging, hanging, hanging in people's houses and drying out, and they'd be like, "Oh, Todd, so are you surfing yesterday? No, I I just I take a shower in this." <clears throat> I'm about to blow your mind. So the reason you need to go and get that wetsuit is so you can wear the wetsuit, put some regular clothes on over it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then when you get to SeaWorld, you can just bust out and make that mad dash for the tank. 
Well, that's a good point. So yeah. when I go to SeaWorld, I'll have the body glove thing on. I'll be mild-mannered, man, on that top of the... And then I'll just disrobe, jump in the wetsuit, and then it won't startle the killer whales because they're used to the trainers wearing the wetsuits. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. This is this sounds cool. Let's do this. Yeah. This done and weekend, done. yes. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far All Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. Elliot Dagan, thank you for being by the show today. Good times. And... Buck Perez. Hey, thank you. Many happy shows in the future with you, Buck Perez. Very happy. One, two, three, four. Can I have a little more? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I love you. A, B, C, D. Can I bring my friend to T? E, F, G, H, I, J. I love you. Boom, 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 boom. Sail the ship. 